now you're basing them based on the artist and how good of an artist they are the character that played oh what type of character did they bring out whenever you think of joe budden like i immediately think of the artist i think james gunn's gonna make a good superman movie i do think so one bar for bar joe budden will lay drake out each bar there's there a scenario where drake wins that and uh our producer who's in the front today gibster gibster rooney oh yo, yo. my son uh and it's his birthday was well, his birthday yesterday his birthday tomorrow today and then on the podcast if you're listening it's the first his birthday was yesterday oh okay oh yeah <laughs> his birthday's tuesday okay so if you if we're recording right now his birthday's tomorrow but if you're listening his birthday was yesterday and yes, Red Lobster was pretty good. Right? Was it though? Oh yeah, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Cause I got food poisoning. All right. Uh, you yeah. feel it looked pretty good. <laughs> it was, but I got food poisoning. Right, almost guaranteed. Yeah, you told it to yourself. Uh, so, yeah, you do that, man. Uh, I'm moving my mic over here. Tell them bring out the lobster. Like, right? Drooping. Yeah, same. Mine is just everywhere right now. I don't know what it is. I call her chandelier. Do people even? Uh, do a lot of people don't? Okay, I think we're at a at a point where people feel like Joe Budden is just a podcaster. They yeah, don't really he's know. definitely not known for being an MC anymore. Mm-mm. Not at all. But he went down as a great MC though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But nobody knows that, and nobody's ever going to give that to him. No, nah, because they know him as the pump it up guy, which is crazy to base him off one thing. Like, I remember when Drake uh dissed him and said like you're the pump it up guy something like that and i was like you're the degrassi guy mm-hmm. like my guy everybody can shift careers and do something different yeah. they don't got to be known for that like come on bro um but yeah so joe but drake released an album right yes for the dog for all the dogs for all the dogs i don't know i didn't i haven't listened to the album yet yeah i just read it right there Oh yeah, oh, I was like, damn, you knew it pretty quick, bro. Yeah, for someone who's not a Drake fan, um, <laughs> yeah, we were listening to it before. Oh, give me that slate real quick, man, because we're just gonna, I know the audio is off because of the mic, so I'm gonna make sure right here. I know everyone's gonna be like, "What the fuck is that for?" Don't worry about it. <laughs> worry about all that shit. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, what was I saying? That Drake's uh, new album. Yeah, yeah, Drake's new album. I haven't listened to it. you. You listen to it, right, Gibby? I only listened to a couple songs. What'd you think of that? Um, the E one wasn't bad. Uh, I, it was okay. The what? Uh, the E one with the one with Yeet. 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 The artist Yeet. Yeet. Yes. I've never heard. I've of mentioned that. him on this podcast. Before. Have you? Has I've mentioned this on the podcast. Know. I would have probably th- thought you that know. was. A I joke. feel like you know him because when I mentioned him, you roasted me. Oh, I probably thought it was a joke then. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like a fake name. He still does too. Yeet. Because I said uh back uh, back uh, a long time ago I said I was like. Uh, Yeet's not actually not that bad And you were like Are you serious <laughs> <laughs> He remembers Because it's a core memory that stuck with him. Like It is me. a core memory yeah. bro. He's like This Start bitch doesn't crying. fucking know anything I stopped liking Yeet because of that <laughs> He went to his room And he's like Maybe I'm the one Who doesn't know shit Fuck man mm-hmm. uh, I listened to the E one And then the like The first two Three songs it Wasn't bad uh, The begin- the, the first song wasn't bad I actually really liked the first one Yeah I came up here And you were bumping You were like Yeah the first, yeah, the you first, were dancing the, and the shit in, up here, man. The intro to the first, the the album isn't bad. I actually really like the intro. It's better than uh, God's Plan, honestly. God's Plan is alright. God's Plan, the song. Hmm. Interesting. The well, intro was better than God's Plan, the song. Yeah. The intro of that album is better than the song. Than his other song. Okay. All right. Not bad. Okay. Person. Um. Well, anyways, Joe Button said that that album. 
What did he say specifically? What, what exactly did he say? He pretty much said that like he's making music Smash for like young people and he needs to stop fucking around with 25 year old girls. Yeah. How old is he? 38? 37? Uh, shit. He said 37. I don't know, but he, he, he uh, was talking to Millie Bobby to Brown when she was like like 11. So. Drake? Yeah. Yeah. They had a really weirdly she close was like relationship. 16, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which weird. is weird in any form. Like, it was weird. It doesn't matter that you're a celebrity, celebrity. Like, that's just a weird. That is like, weird. Like, come on. Like, it was like Colleen really Ballinger and JoJo Siwa. Yeah, it don't matter how much of a celebrity it is. Like, you don't, you're not, like, Drake's like, hey, I want to hang out with your daughter who's 14 year old. Like, nah, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. What did you just say? Or let me at least have her number. What? For what? Like, yeah, that's, no. That's weird. That is real weird. So, um, but yeah, Joe Bunn said that. He's pretty much not like really like for the hip hop culture and stuff like that. Pretty much like saying that uh, he's just making music for like young kids and that he needs to rap like a grown man because he is a grown man. Yeah. Which I completely get what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like he even said like at the end of it, like I'm not like, you know, talking shit like Drake has given us plenty. Like even if he were to stop. And never release another song. <laughs> like, I feel like he's given us, like, plenty of great music. Yeah. But, I mean, I get what he's saying. Like, because at a certain point, you don't really care to hear that yeah. shit. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And he does make a good point because even Drake's, like, fans who are growing with him are not liking his music as much anymore. Like, his last album, I liked. I thought it was pretty good, but I didn't listen to it as much anymore. But my sister and them, like, the real fans, they were kind of like, eh, it's okay. You know, like, it's not that good. And What was his last album? Uh, Official Boy Lover? Yeah. Official what? Boy Lover. (laughs) Certified Boy Lover or something like that? Yeah, I call it. That uh, sounds horrible. Certified Boy Lover. Yeah, I call it uh, (laughs) Certified Boy Lover. That sounds like a pedophile. No, that's not not the actual one. That is. No. What is it? Certified Boy Lover is the like the gay name that we make we call then it. What is his album's name? I thought it was Certified Lover Boy. It was uh, yeah, it? Certified Lover. Oh, Boy. Lover Boy. Oh, Lover Boy. Okay, yeah, I thought that's it was, what, I was Boy like, what the hell? Yeah. There's no way that that's possibly no. Name. We call it, we call it Boy Lover because it's funny. Yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. I apologize for that one. That, I, <laughs> you know, it didn't sound weird in my head. It sounded like I was saying uh, Certified. Yeah, just how you know Lover how you Boy, said whatever. it like yeah. i was like oh shit it just felt nat- like i was just like that's the way this album's called like i felt like that but like my dyslexic that, ass that, just that. Fucking <laughs> read it Jeez backwards Louise. yeah i did you know and that's what i figured out at fedex i would always when i used to work there let's say a house was like six nine zero four i would be like okay i read the box six nine zero four six nine zero four and i drop it off and then like an hour later i would get the box i'm like okay now i'm at another street but this is six you know, six eight or six four oh nine, and I get the box. I'm like six nine for four, six nine. Four. I'm like, what the fuck? This house was back then. I'm like, bro, and I'm like, I read it like thirty fucking times yeah. back. There's no fucking way, bro. And I got to go all the way back and return. And it you right. have all the numbers in your head. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you have the right numbers, but not in the right yeah, order. Yeah, that's always my problem too. Pizza. It was a bitch. Um, Let's go golfing. Let's go um, golfing. But no, I agree though. Like, I do feel that Drake, and you know, I think Drake, Drake took offense because he, he hit back at Joe Budden. You know, I know he took offense at, uh, at what he said, but that was a salty, like, response. Yeah. Like, you can tell what Joe Budden said really hurt him. Oh, 100%. Because you wouldn't get 
that personal with Joe Button. Yeah. If you really felt the way that, you know, like he said, like, oh, you know, I, I don't like pretty much like I don't listen to your opinion, but it's yeah. like, OK, but you constructed this whole long yeah, ass off post. of his opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah, which is very, very crazy. Like the whole, he didn't respond to nobody but Joe Button, mm -hmm. which lets you know how much Joe Button's opinion do, does mean to Drake. Like whether Drake wants to admit it or not, it does mean a lot to him. Yeah. Um, But I think it also hits something where he was kind of like, he knows Joe Button's right, where like Drake's music isn't really hip hop, hip hop, you know, like, yeah. and that's why there isn't a lot of MCs and people who respect a lot of his music because he's he hasn't grown as an artist either. Like he's been making the same type of music for that's you know, he found his lane and he's yeah. just kind of sticking. He's yeah. one of those people that if you like him, then he's like the perfect artist because yeah, yeah, yeah. like other artists, like they kind of grow and do other mm -hmm. shit. And you're like, man, I want that old school. Like yeah, yeah. he is just who he was in the very beginning. Yeah, I agree. He's, I will say that his first, I was a big fan of his, well, his first, maybe two, Album maybe three, uh, I was not a big fan, but I was a fan of them. Um, but yeah, I don't really, I don't know. I'm not. I think Drake's time is now. It's over. Like I think he could put the gloves up and just be known as a what's that word? Um, now be you know be in the Hall of Fame of you know. Cause I do consider him a hip hop artist. A lot of his music isn't like hip hop, hip hop, but he is in the hip hop genre. Like doesn't matter what we, anybody wants to say. And I think he's at a point now where he should hang the gloves up because he's had a really good run for a long time. Longer than a lot of people. A lot of, I mean, he's out ran a lot of artists. I mean, there's a lot of artists out there, but like he's, he's in that top where Drake is in the realm of, Maybe not the same category of music like that, but like Eminem, Jay-Z, Nas, like where you know him, you know him. Like he's part of that industry, whether you like him or not. Like, you know, he's not even Diddy. Diddy's part of that, even though he's not an artist, but he's known in that world and he's a name. Drake is one of those. But I don't think he should continue if it can. I don't think he's falling off, to be honest. But I think to a lot of people, he's going to fall off and it's going to be a a drop where he's going to try to continuously try to cater to the younger crowd because his crowd's going to be outgrowing uh, his um, his music. I wonder how he, like, I wonder if he, like, listens to what people say and then just does music for that. Like, if, like, now that Joe Budden's saying, yeah. like, oh, you need to make grown folk shit, if a lot of people jump on that and say, like, well, yeah, he's he's right, yeah, you do need to, you know, make some grown shit. Then, like his next album's probably gonna be like more grown. What he thinks that is, I think he might do that. I think he might do that, but uh, that's what Kid Cudi, did, Kid Cudi did in his uh, recent albums were kind of bad. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Cudi no more. Like, I love Cudi, but uh, he's one of those artists where I can't go like now. It sucks because I can't go back to like his last album and be like, oh, you know, like. This is one that it's like it's like it's not one for me, mm -hmm. and I know his new album coming out so far doesn't sound like it's gonna be that for me either. And he did respond to a lot of people going like, "Oh, I missed old Cudi, I missed this Cudi," and I think Kid Cudi t is taking it the wrong way. Kid Cudi's like, "Oh, you want me when I was depressed? You want me when I was suicidal?" And I said, "No, no, no, we don't want that. No one is saying in any of that. What we're saying is what we missed the old Cudi is the style you have, that unique sound, mm -hmm. because now." Whether you want to hear it or not, but like it's just coming from fans. 
diehard fan. I'm a diehard Kid Cudi fan. Like, I'll, you know, die for Kid Cudi, fighting for Kid Cudi in the sense of like someone arguing. You know, like Kid Cudi to me is the goat. Still, even though I'm not a big fan of his last time, he's a goat. But like, it sucks that he does take offense that when his fans, you're like, hey, I think you should, I th- you know, I think you should go, you know, not go back, but I missed old Cudi. I missed when you were doing something like this, which was more, more. I would say. Music that felt it was just cutty. Like, it felt like we were getting cutty. And I feel like right now we're getting what cutty thinks needs to be heard. Wants people, you know, like, oh, this is what's in now. This is the style. Because even his flow is changing. His flow from the last thing was changing. And it was, I was even being told that it was because he was offended that people were like, oh, he's a great artist, but not a great rapper. And I was like, but you, bro, being an artist means so much more than being a rapper. Like, I don't consider Eminem a rapper. I don't consider Jay-Z a rapper. I don't consider Drake a rapper. I don't consider a lot of the big artists rappers. I consider them artists. So it sucks that you wanted to take yourself out of that category and go back to a rapper, which is under an artist, because that means you can only do one thing. And he's such a great and a unique artist. And again, this is basing it off Man on the Moon 3. I was not a fan of it. I listened to it like two or three times, and I was like, man, I just can't. It was like two or three songs that were okay, but like the rest of it, I was just like, who is this for? Like, I don't feel like this is for the Cuddy fans. So was it like lyric-wise you didn't like it? or Beat-wise and lyric-wise. Oh, okay. Both. A so lot like of it. the stuff that he's talking about? Yeah, a lot of it just, like his flow. Also, like, it went from a lot of his humming, a lot of his, like, you know, very harmonizing stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of his singing, a lot of his, like, Flows that mellowed really good and stuff like they all went away for him to be like, no, 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 yeah. And he would put his humming into that, but I'm like, that style's out, yeah, that style is out, yet that style remains on Man on the Moon 3 and will remain on Man on the Moon 3. And that sucks. We don't get a cutty style, we get a style that was for that gener that that like time, and it sucks because it's like it's not, uh. It's not timeless. Like, I'm sorry, but like crunk music and stuff, that's not timeless. That just fits that time era. You can't listen to it now and be like, bro, this shit still bumps. Like, you can feel it. Be like, bro, this, it gives you nostalgic feels. It gives you the feels of like, damn, back in the day. But, but you can't. that's one of those things that when it was done, it was done. Correct. And like, nobody could, like, nobody can get on a, a track and just yell like, okay. Like, exactly. nobody can ever do that Exactly. Because they did it to like, perfection Mm -hmm. and that was like that and Mm -hmm. it was just i'm glad it still like i still listen to a lot of same but yeah it has a sound like there's no like nobody can redo that no no and that has a unique sound i feel like right now we're kind of we are in like the worst music era right now we're like i mean it's just bad like i don't i i we've i know we've talked about how like like even on bad music years that back in the day, we can still name you songs that were like, even if we didn't like them, that were known. It wasn't the majority yeah. back then. And now it's the majority. Oh, yeah. Like now that's all you get. Mm-hmm. And back then it was like somebody like, man, I'm trying to think of like an artist. Like you'd get Chingy on the radio, but yeah, you'd yeah. also get T.I. And, you know, like all these other people that are really saying but that one shit. Chingy, you got, you know, all these other other really good artists that mm-hmm. it was like, oh, this guy's got a good catalog. Like Chingy, you got G-Unit, you know, like yeah, that was how exactly. it kind of went down. But now it's like even Chingy's better than these fucking people. And, like, and even then, Chingy wasn't bad. Like you can be like, 
Oh, he ain't bad. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, he's pretty he was good. fun to listen yeah. to. Like, he had his lane. Mm-hmm. Just like Ludacris isn't like a hardcore MC, but he was good. And, yeah. like, the music that he made was, like, great. Like, I don't know. I yeah, like I, I love Ludacris, Ludacris, bro. I love Ludacris music. And bro. that was just a name that popped up. It's probably not, like, the best example, but. Like, T.I. Nelly like, was another one that yeah. wasn't exactly, like, what. He wasn't, like. Lloyd Banks, but he still had his place and he was still making good music in that you his can lane. enjoy. But, but now it's just all horse shit. And it's like, oh man, you can't even understand what the hell mm-hmm. even because at least back then you just didn't really care what they were talking about or their lyrics were just kind of fun. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, I couldn't even tell you what they're even saying. No, not at all. I can't even, I couldn't name you, bro. I can't name you. I like it's sad. I can't name you one art like bro. Back in the name, I could still name you the artists that were popular. That suck. I can be like, oh, Little Yachty and um, Little Pump and uh, uh, Kodak Black. I'm not a fan of these artists, but I was aware of them. I heard their music from other people. I listened to them because they were being played. Like they were artists that were given time, and they grew a fan base. That was great. Yeah. And I got I, I you know I I give them uh, props you know these artists that I didn't even like you know they earned their own fan base which I still don't I'm not a fan of any of these artists but they but, were like doing it first like yes. there was like nobody else that was doing that all these other people are just kind of jumping on that bandwagon because they see like oh, okay if we act ignorant then we can get popular oh yeah and that's all anybody's chasing now is they're chasing popularity more than like that fame and recognition and respect <laughs> well there's no. There's no culture anymore. The culture to music, to the hip-hop, is dying now. Like, it's being thrown away. Like, there's there's nothing to it. There's no bars to it. There's no, Like, it's all about the drama, what's behind the artist, and who, what the artist is doing that's controversial. Like, uh, how bad he is, how many people he shot, killed. Like, I'm sorry to say, like, that's just really what it is. Like, every new artist that's come out, all of a sudden, charges. Every it's new artist charges, 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 charges. Yeah. Or, like... You know, they're fighting with this person and they got beef with this person or or they they I don't it's just so much like that's all I hear. There's nothing. I'm like, what? where's the song? Like where who what's the song? Like, what are you popular for? Like, why are people praising you for? Like, what is it like? Because for the most part, you look at the comments. They're not even praising them for the music. They're not even like there's nothing to it. It's just no. a reality, a live reality show for them. Pretty much. Like, what do you listen to whenever you're listening to something? Like, what are you paying attention to? Well, most of the time I try to pay attention to the lyrics, but, like, recently, I'm more of a beat guy now. Like, I've been listening to, like, Renaissance and, like, like Grimes, that kind of stuff. Renaissance? Like, uh, Home, like, you know the... Oh, oh, never mind. Huh? No, go ahead. That's Uh, what I thought of. I was like, really? Like, I didn't know people still... Immortal Soldier. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't think the artist Renaissance, like one of like electronic, like eighties music. Not oh, like okay. Not like uh, it's weird. I don't know how to explain it. I'll play it later after the podcast. Maybe just like just show you what I mean. But okay, really good artist. Believe in us. God well, did. I have to play it because someone's not doing it. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, cause, but like, you don't listen to really like a lot of. These new artists, I know I've asked that before, but I've like, only I've only listened time to time to eat, eat, yeet, yeet. I'm sorry, I keep. I know eat, I keep eat, hearing eat, something eat, different yeah. every time. Because at first I thought you were talking about 
Kanye because like he Ye. wants to go by yay Ye. and, Ye. and then yeah. it sounded like you said eat yeah same no. and then yeah mm-hmm. I guess it depends on what word you say at before. one point I thought you said yams and I was like hmm. what and then we went back to yeet and I was like okay that makes a little bit more sense <laughs> no now. yams is way better bro. yeah yeah that's what I thought I was like, okay I'm interested and then you're like yeet and I was like yeet got you yeet. so I've never heard of yeet but like that's the only artist you listen to outside like that's popular right now um I mean, I, I, I guess, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't really listen to that. Much. And if I listen to it, it's more of like, if I. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Listening to music is more of like, like electronic kind of like, like Renaissance basically, yeah. like mixes and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, you want to hear something funny? <laughs> is I remember when, and okay, I'm embarrassed to say this, but like I remember, and 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 it wasn't necessarily towards this song. It was the fact that it was it was just the fact that this song was playing at the time that my brain thought about this. But like, I was chilling in my room and uh, I had burned CD. This was like middle school or whatever. Yeah, and P.D. Pablo's Freak Leak was playing. That freak league shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I remember just like my room being like, but just listen to the whole album. But like as listening to the burn city, it got to and I was listening to whatever was listen whatever whatever came out at the time, right? Yeah. When it got to that song, I remember going like, damn, like, it don't get better than this, bro. Like, man, you know, it doesn't get better than this type of songs. Like, no, I was like, who's gonna tell me they can come up with something more creative than Freak League? Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, I'm like, I can't think of the next big song. Freak League's gonna be popping for the next 15 years. Like, who can make a better fucking dancing song than this, bro? Which obviously so many things that came after that. But like, I remember thinking, like, there's just no more creativeness. Yeah. Like, and the reason why it wasn't even because I was like, oh, the music's getting the best. But I was like, this is peak of like, well, this is the most creative we can get. Like, that's outside the box of like, okay. Like, because I was like, oh, crank that. Like, they have dancing songs. I'm like, what more? Like, we've peaked at genres. We peaked at like, okay, we have love songs. We have dance music. We got all these other sub-genres in hip-hop now. We got lyrical stuff. We have all, all of this dark stuff. What more? And honestly, I feel like I was right. Because after like 2010, mm-hmm. like everything started to die. Because then hip hop started to come back. It started to have a rebirth. That's when Slaughterhouse, Lil Wayne, a lot, even Nicki Minaj, a lot of them were all about the lyrics. Like the beats were dope, but like they were spitting lyrics. Like I don't care what anybody says. Nicki Minaj was spitting back in the day. And it was just how hard they can be. A lot of these artists, right? They were bringing back hip hop, but they were doing it with their own style, their own way. A lot of artists, a lot of them were a fucking lot of them great, were competitive with yes. each other, also. And so they were for sure like, I gotta have my bars together. It wasn't until Migos came in like 2012, like 20 what 2014, 2012, whenever it was that it started. Oh, when did Migos pop up? I want to be sure on that. What year? Uh, because I feel like that was the decline of music. Because that's when uh, I forgot to give you that by the computer. That's when mumble rap was introduced. Uh, Chief <laughs> Keef uh, was one who started it. 
He started. Well, he was, he was more of that the, drill shit or whatever, yeah. right? Twenty thirteen was Migos came out. That's when I feel like music when what started to die. That's when I feel music was like about and like people are like, oh no, Migos were like the best of the best. I don't think so, but I'll give it to you. I think those were the people that <clears throat> kind of jumped on the Ferris wheel whenever, like, whenever we jumped on. Like, I probably listened to something different than you did whenever mm-hmm. you jumped on. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was listening to, like, DMX or something hardcore whenever I was ready to jump on hip-hop fully. Mine was Ja Rule. See, and then yeah. that was that time period. Yeah, yeah. So then, like, For you sure. jumped on at that time. So then whenever somebody was old enough to really start paying attention to hip-hop, they jumped on, so the first thing they were exposed to was Migos. So mm-hmm. then it's like, they don't have any of this other stuff to compare mm-hmm. it to. They just know this. Correct. And then that's why now it's just getting worse and worse because yeah. they're jumping on something. They jumped on Migos. Yeah. They want to do that. They're not going to be as good as them, mm-hmm. so then they're going to put out something less. Yeah. Then somebody else is going to jump on listening mm-hmm. to them. And it just gets worse and worse. Well, and the thing about that, because you're 100% right, but the thing that sucks about that is, like, even even back in the day, like, okay, for every Migos, there was, like we said, there was rappers that came out. But the thing that about Migos was people took Migos as all in one. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, these are the lyricists. These are the ones who knew how to produce. These are the ones who were the artists. These are the big bangers. It was like Marvel movies. And they they took comedy, horror, they took everything. They're like, we're going to have everything in one. And so now you don't need to go see comedy. You don't need to go see that. So in hip-hop, Migos were like, you don't need everything else. You have everything in one. People were like, oh, their lyrics, they don't have to make sense. They can, no, 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 no. And people were like, yo, we can make music we could just vibe to, which created the vibe music, which I think was great. Future came out. I'm not a big fan of these artists, but I think it created a really great wave of music that 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 was it. Like twenty three, like easy listening. Yeah, chill. You don't got to really pay attention to it, right? But the thing about that is, it it dumbed down right after that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we had dance music like Crank That, and we had all those dancing silly music, right? But then hip hop and new artists like Drake and them came out after that. That we were like, oh, but these are the artists. These are the real. These are the one hit wonders. These are the ones that just kind of came in through Drake and all these other artists are the ones who are going to be the next. Uh, Rap people in the hip hop industry, and like n- now for them it was Migos. Migos weren't that one hit wonder. They were the ones who were going to be the next face of hip hop, which they were. Migos in future, and what again, song did Migos? Like? Uh, they had that bad and bougie. No, don't ever number that bougie. No, bad and bougie. I can't even picture bad and bougie. Yeah, yeah. I'll play it for you here in a little bit. I just I remember whenever I hear that bad and bougie, it was. I was just thinking that interview with Joe Budden. Whenever uh, him and academics, yeah, 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 that, that's yeah, 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 and like you couldn't even understand, like that's just how they talk. That, that's what it was. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, um, <laughs> I don't want to hate on them because Migos did one thing that a lot of the uh, Migos in Future did one thing that a lot of other artists back in the day couldn't do, and I got to give them props on this: is they went, they, they, they couldn't just stop making one hit wonders. They continued to make hits and hits and hits and hits and. Hits and even I would hear him and I was like, ah, it works. I would, I, I'm not a big fan, but I'm like, it works. I, yeah. It works. It works. I, I got it. Like, I, 
I understood it. I understood the genre. I understood the sound. I was like, you know what? I'm not the biggest fan, but I get it. I respect it. I see the fan base. I see the I see why people like it. Yeah. I get it. It's cool. I get the vibe. But unfortunately, they then started this whole trend where other people were like, well, shit, I don't want to try and do good. And I don't even think that Migos and Future weren't necessarily trying. I don't I think part of it weren't trying, but I think they knew the sound and they knew the style they were going for. So they didn't have to try as much. They were like, we can do it like this because I know what I'm going for. Yeah. Where these artists, they're lost. They don't know what the fuck they're doing anymore. And a lot of them, like, whenever you hear like their like old stuff, like they were actually like rapping. Yeah. Because that's what they like started with. But then once they saw, like, okay, well, nobody wants to hear that shit, yeah. then they just start doing whatever else, and they're not really even good at that. You got 6 9 and shit. Yeah, I guys. don't even know what the fuck you would consider that shit, but... I don't even know, to be honest, man. That shit is... Um, it's a cold world. For real, man. And So is the ice. And now you don't even have memorable music anymore. You have people who make really good music that get overshadowed from people who make one hit wonder albums. They don't even drop albums anymore. They make TikTok songs. It's kind of like uh, how we were talking about movies. There's no more quotable movies. Back then, yeah. we were like quoting, like, oh, did you hear whenever so and so said this? And then you're like pointing out yeah. like bars. Now yeah. nobody does that shit. Now it's just like, oh, did you hear this one song? Yeah, you would come with the bars, like, oh, when so and so said this. Or even it didn't have to be like the illest bars, it just had a hit. You have oh bro when it not, none of it had to be the illest. It just have to, it just had to hit. You had to feel the artist and you had to be, like, be the realest. Yeah, like there was artists that to me I knew were like, man, they weren't the coldest, but bro, they hit. Mm-hmm. You know, like I love these artists, right? And today there's just nothing. It's just like trying to make a, a quick some quick money. I don't even know how. Like, what's going like I don't get it. I don't understand. Are they performing? Like, who are they performing for? Like you know what I hope happens from all this is that Joe Budden comes back. Oh, man. I would love to see that because then I know people will still hate on it and they won't give it a chance, but it's like I don't think you guys have it. no fucking idea yeah. like what caliber he is. Oh, man. For it's real. It's like regardless of how popular Drake is or how much money he makes, like if you take all that shit away and you stand them in a room, and it's just rapping. Like, Drake could not fucking keep up. And it's crazy how there'll be people who are really going to fight fight this and be like, nah, Drake would, would take Joe Budden out. If it was a bar, look, I'm like, I'm a realist, okay? Yeah. If we're going off of making money, Drake. We're going yeah. off of making hits, Drake. Mm-hmm. For sure. If we're going off of features, obviously Drake. Yeah. But if we're going off, I mean, Drake for big artists, right? And Joe Budden has some fucking nice features. Now, if we're going bar for bar, there's not one bar that Drake would have Joe Button at. No. I'm sorry. I there's I like I will stand and fight with this. Like I'm a, I am I I love Joe Button. There was one point where Joe Button was one of my favorite artists, favorite rappers. Like I love Joe Button. But and there's a lot I can admit that Drake can do better than Joe Button. Like when it was hard for me for a while, I would fight my sister and my sister boyfriend at the time on it because they're like, just admit. You know, Drake could do this, and I was like, no, Joe Button. But finally, I was like, you know what? You're right. Drake is a bigger artist. He can do all these things, but we're going bar for bar. Joe Button 
will lay Drake out each bar. There's not one fucking. There's I'm never sorry. a scenario where Drake wins that shit. If they're going, no. like if it's just strictly rap, even if they do acapella, oh, especially man. if they do acapella, this like, is going to cause a lot of like, a lot of controversy. Percent of rappers, and that's my big thing. Is like okay, these songs are hits, but strip it all down you're a rapper mm-hmm. you should know how to rap yeah if your shit if you can like isolate your vocals and actually still have something there then you're a real artist in my eyes mc not artist but like you're a real mc yeah if you can rap acapella or if people can hear your lyrics and still respect what you're doing but any of these other people like it it it's not going to make sense without the beat. Yeah. And then a lot of them, they use the auto tune because they can't even get on beat. Yeah. So that's why like their performances suck because they don't even know how to get on beat. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's like step one shit. Well, and, and, and the only reason, cause you're a hundred percent right. And here's the thing to add on to that. The only reason why people would still, even if Drake and Joe button went bar to bar, right? Let's say they went, uh, you know, six, 24 bars, three rounds, right? Or five rounds, 24 bars. And let's just say that we know Joe Button won five. The reason why he would still go with Drake is because Drake makes, writes lyrics that are understandable to the normal audience. Like I'm, I'm not trying to throw shade, but like, it's true. Like Joe Button makes you think and people are like, ah, oh, if I die to think, I don't want to listen to that. And yeah. it's like, yo, bro, like sometimes like a lot of times, great artist you got to think about it like you don't sit there and be like damn that shit hit the first time you sit there and go like fuck like i don't know why i love this but i want to go back and listen i want to go back and hear this again i want to go back and analyze this like this was great but why this is not like you don't go back and be like damn that was a hit immediately it's like was it or you just kind of saying that was you know yeah. and to me a lot of like drake's lyrics are very easy to understand like you know it's it's just very understandable for like the normal audience that they can put on on the Twitter bio, mm-hmm. you know. It's it's Instagram bio, like it's such a or, or, or Instagram um uh what you call it uh, reels? No, the name. No, the, the they, bio, uh, the, like I know what you're talking stories. about. Like they can like post like yeah. a quote. And yeah, the quotes. Like, yeah, yeah. Act like it. It's their life, and yeah. they try to live their life around it. Mm-hmm. But and yeah. it's very easy. Like he makes it for that, and so it's a lot. It's you can gather it. We're like Joe Button, like. Joe Button to me is is such a great artist because the shit that he says is so bizarre that I'll have to listen a few times and then I'll send I used to send it to I used to send it to one of my boys and, and be like, "Do you get? Did you catch this? You know, like because I was amazed that I caught. Did, did you catch this shit? Did you catch this shit, bro? Like, bro, when he said and like or like we would listen, yeah, and like a year later, you're like, oh, bro, he said. This, 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 this. And you're like, holy shit. And I'm, I'm not saying that Drake hasn't done that. Mm-hmm. Because there is some songs that Drake will play on a few things, right? I'm not saying that. But the level that Joe Budden has done it at is just holy shit, yeah, bro. That's, he's just a, he's a different caliber. Makes me have to go read. Because I'm like, what? I didn't understand some of these things. Like, I have to go read. And then yeah, you're just it's like, It's one of those Fuck. things like Drake says a bunch of shit. Yeah, he can rhyme words. But it, it's nothing like, damn, how did he come up with that? Like. Joe Budden, Crooked Eye, Eminem, Royce, like whenever they say shit, it's like, how the fuck did you think of that? Or how did you make that connection to make that metaphor? And it's like, I didn't even catch that the first four times that I listened to it. But 
now it's like that's all I can hear. Yeah. And I want to hear it again yeah. from the beginning so I could really appreciate what's coming. Yeah. But yeah, Same. nobody else is doing that. Shit. No. And like to me, like there's still memorable quote, memorable lines that the artist has said. Cause to me, I'm just like, you, like I love saying things where people, where I'm like, did you get that? And people are like, what? I don't get that. And I'm just like, and a lot of people don't really give a shit. Right. Yeah. And, like, they, and they don't, they're really just cares. like, wow, I don't give a shit. Like Nino bless was one of my favorite artists. And I know I've said his lines uh, multiple times, but one of my favorite lines he says, and I always play because I'm like, bro, this dude is so cold. He said, uh, uh, fix your face, catch me, slip, no way. That'll happen when six hipster gays serve Chick-fil-A on Christmas Day. One of the illest lines I've ever fucking heard, bro. And it takes a while because I was like, what? And it's like, bro, it just means you'll never catch me slip. He has a lot of. I always forget about Nino. Bro, I love Nobody Nino, really bro. ever talks about bro, him. If anybody needs to go check out like a real, really good MC artist, bro, check out Nino Bless. Uh, I think one of the things with him is a lot of people don't really care for his voice. He has that and, Nino. Yeah, like, and I, which I like him. And yeah, like he's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. he's one of those fuckers that's just going to fucking bar out. Yeah. And it's like he's. He's right, rapping for a different reason. I'm going to play a little Nino Bless while people do that. Go ahead. Keep going. So but, people can listen to Yeah, that. like people like that. Nobody ever talks about in the conversation. Nino Bless. You know, Crooked Bless Eye, nobody really so talks bad. about. Crooked too, bro. Uh, Locksmith, nobody ever talks about. R.A. the Rugged Man. I mean, there's so many people that are just like fucking crazy with lyrics. Mm -hmm. And it's like they only know like the most popular ones. And it's like, man, have you ever like heard lyrics yeah for real like, that's always my thing is like oh man this dude's got bars and he's a lyricist and it's like you've never heard a lyricist before mm -hmm. like that's all that tells me is that like yeah clearly you you've never been exposed to real lyricism no they just know what the pop like i said the, the popular music got jumbled into this is what lyrics is this is what everything is this is what real hip-hop is like and again there's nothing wrong with artists like Drake in them. There's nothing wrong, but it no. just sucks that, that they're categorized as everything in one. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, come on, man. Like, this is Nino Bless. I'm just going to play a little bit of Nino Bless. Turn it up a little bit, give you on the Bluetooth. Fix your face, catch me slip, no way. That'll happen when six hips the gays could serve Chick-fil-A on Christmas Day. All right, look, bro, this was cold, bro. Now, I'm going to play out Joe Button too, because I, would, I, like, I, I feel like people are like, nah, Joe Button, like, first of all, if we're going to judge people off of like their one hit song, then we should also judge Drake off of just one of his only hit songs that didn't hit good. Like pump it up. Wasn't a bad song. Cause that's what got me to listen to Joe button. I liked pump it up. But if you listen to pump it up and if you pay attention to it, that's a lyrical song. It is. It is like, it really using is in multis through the whole fucking thing. Like there's at least three syllable rhymes yeah. in all of it. And a lot of people can't even hold up to that no. these days. No, he made a club song. That was using multis. Yeah. And it's like, that's fucking crazy. And people probably don't even know what the fuck multis are. But, like, for him to display, like, lyricism and still make a, like, catchy song, it's like, man, like, nobody else can do that no. shit. Who else is doing that shit? No. And I feel like all of that got overshadowed as just a popular, just to be a popular song because it became popular, like, on Too Fast, Too Furious. And it was on, like, other music. Like, yeah. uh you got served. Step up. Oh uh, yeah, you got served. You got served. Uh, and so because of that, like that song became like, oh, that's just a one-hit wonder song, mm -hmm. and they threw Joe Bun to side. But then you get to listen to Joe Bun, and you're like, oh, 
this is a fucking MC. Like, holy yeah. shit, this is a fucking like this motherfucker can like take a lot of people out on on this hip hop game, and people don't know that. That's the crazy thing. Is like that's what's so fucking that's annoying. Crazy, is that everybody. Because I don't really care uh, for his podcasting. No, side. same. I don't like his opinions on a lot of shit, but. Like still, like whenever you think of Joe Budden, like I immediately think of the artist. Same, and it's same. like, man, that dude. Like, and, and, I wish he was still doing. Yeah, shit. and I hold him really high because he is. He, I mean, dude, I'm sorry, Joe. And I just, also, oh man, can't stand him because it's like, man, Slaughterhouse could have been so <sighs> fucking. They could have yeah, changed yeah, yeah. the trajectory of where hip hop went if 100%. he had just stayed with it, and they would have put out their second or. Third album. Oh, yeah. They put two out. Oh, because, yeah the, the, yeah, the first one, I guess, wasn't really an actual album album. But I would consider it Slaughterhouse. LP. Yeah, the, I would consider it. And then after that was Welcome to Our House. Yeah, which was, it was okay. All right. But, I mean, it had some Slaughterhouse songs in it, like, and, like meaning, like, their shit that yeah, you're yeah. really, you've went from them. And then they had, like, that clubby bullshit. But I wasn't really a fan of that. Same. But from what I heard about the album that was coming up was it was going to be more of that, like, straight-up slaughterhouse shit. They said they had, like, 30-something tracks already done and that they were only going to put about 23 on there. And I was like, bro, like, come on. Just leak it. Like, I just want, like, if they just leak it. But, yeah, just for him to have thrown that little fit and all that shit. Like, it was like, dude, you fucked up everything. And I I went to the concert whenever Slaughterhouse was slaughtered. I was like, bro, this is fucking amazing. Seeing Joe Button live like that, bro, like, with all of them, with Joel, Royce, uh, Crooked, bro. I, and I got a picture with them. them. I'll, I'll put the picture right here, but I took a picture with with all of them. So I'll post it right here. Give it, remind me to send it to you. Uh, and here's the picture of me with uh, Slaughterhouse. Bro, they were so fucking cool, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. Here you go. <laughs> um, here, I'm going to play a little bit of Joe Budden real quick. Uh, this is Joe Budden on Slaughterhouse Microphone. Say his mouth for he's running off. I tell him bridge or tunnel. And before fuck yeah, I come across, all these want to be tough guys. Son of soft, gun go off, have him like a good show. She's on the off. Treat old timers like bags who drop the soap. Mike got Alzheimer's, forgot that they was dope. Bro. He just said it all oh right there. Like, it's like, like, you couldn't have picked a better verse to, to sum up exactly what we've been oh saying. Oh, my goodness, bro. Yeah, that's Holy like the perfect, shit. perfect example of what we're talking about. Oh, bro. And what year was that? Oh, uh, this was 2009, 2008. This was a long time ago. This was, two, that was 2009 whenever yeah, this came out. He was ahead of his time, man. Oh, bro. Way ahead of his time, bro. Like, it I, sucks. Now, nobody fucking <sighs> is going to give him that credit. Hey, but we'll know. You know, the real people will know. Yeah. Like, there's the, a lot of us that yeah. do know. Yeah. And, but I used to get made fun of. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna admit it. I and you can you can ask my sister, sister boyfriend. You can ask Joey. You can ask a lot of people. They would make fun of me because every time I throw a party, they'd be like, "Oh, Jesus, uh, nobody wants to hear that Joe Bun depressing shit." Jesus, like, <laughs> don't put that shit on your party. Like always, every single time I had a kickback at my house, they're all like, "Bro, please don't put none of that depressing Joe Bun shit." And who the shit. fuck can like, do Bro. that type of shit like he did? Oh my like, god! I mean, I know that everybody's like, oh. Drake's an emotional rapper. He's got this shit like whenever you're in your fills, and it's like, fuck that, dude. Like, go listen to Joe uh, Budden. Bro, like, he, I mean, he was getting. Oh deep. man, he would put me. Yeah, when I was like feeling down or anything, I'm like, Joe Budden's gonna make me feel a bit more down, and it's gonna hit though because his lyrics, bro. Like, and I gotta think, I'm gonna think, you know, Joey, Joey, Joey X from uh, TFTI. He put me on Slaughterhouse. He was the reason I got on Slaughterhouse, 
and Joe Budden. Like, I liked Pump It Up, and I was hearing Joe Budden from that, but I didn't go any further, and it wasn't until Joey was like, you got to listen to Slaughterhouse, bro. Like, they're the they're the shit, bro. And I started listening to Slaughterhouse and Joe Budden. After that, I was like, oh, Joe Budden's my favorite. And started listening to Joe Budden. After that, Royce was one of my favorites. Uh, Royce is good, too. Uh, but, bro, they, they just... Cricket Eye is another one that's just fucking... Who do you think is the crazy. best out of all four of them? Out of Crooked Eye, Joel Ortiz, Joe Button, uh, Royce Defy Nine, who do you think is the best lyricist out of all four of them? Uh, lyricist would be Crooked Eye. The best artist, I think, is Joe Button. And your favorite? Uh, shit, that's hard, man. Because I like... I mean, nothing against Joel. I like him, but, I mean, between Royce, Crooked Eye, and Joe Budden, I think I might listen to Royce more, but not saying that anybody else is anywhere yeah, yeah, less yeah, yeah, than yeah. him. Yeah. But, like, Crooked Eye, I like him as a rapper. That's why I say, like, as an MC, lyricist, Crooked Eye is the best, but he can't, like, make songs. Yeah, yeah. Cause he's not like a hook writer or anything. Yeah. And I think all of that shit is important. Yeah. And Joe Budden can make hooks. Yeah. So he can develop an entire song. Crooked eye is more like, he's going to have like a crazy ass verse with all kinds of yeah, punchlines. Yeah, yeah. And, but yeah, I think like as an artist overall, like you should be able to make it like, make a song mm-hmm. with like a hook and have like some kind of structure. To yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree. But, I mean, they're all just, they're all unique in their own way. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think to, Joe Budden was my favorite for sure. Uh, I think Joe Budden is the best artist as well. And I think mm-hmm. as far as the best lyricist, uh, I don't know. I always liked Joel uh, and Crooked Eye. I just felt like Joel and Crooked I My thing is Royce was great, but like he always throws some shit that I was like, man, that sounds a little dumb. You know, like sometimes I'm like, huh? Like it sounded a little goofy sometimes where I, it wasn't. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It, it wasn't necessarily like unique it was just goofy and i was like all right my boy you know but just sometimes that didn't take away because i love royce bro like bro royce was the shit bro uh but as far as just lyricists lyricists i I don't know if it was between joel and crooked eye bro like they to me were just always just like always having fun with it and i feel like they were very unique with it and quick especially joel bro you could tell they enjoy yeah like just fucking rapping and showing how good they were yeah and it was almost like a like I don't know. It's almost like watching like a UFC fighter, like going in there and like shadow boxing and showing like all the shit that he's able to do. And that's what they did. They would like show off like how good they are in every fucking thing that they did. The one of my favorite, uh, besides microphone, one of my favorite ones they did was the cypher. Oh Uh, oh my God. Yellow wolf. Yeah. And him, bro, they fucking just, they went. The, the, uh, there was like two or three. They had one that was like eleven minutes long, and came at the end. And then they had another one, the BET one. They had like two or three of them, I believe. Yellow Wolf too. Yellow Wolf to me is one of, one of my favorite art. He was one of my favorite artists back in the day. He's good, but he's <laughs> one of those to where it's like, what? What are you talking about? Like sometimes bro, he'll say Yellow like Wolf, some man. nonsense shit, and yeah. it's like, oh yeah, he definitely was. Bro, but that. I like his oh, Yellow like, Wolf definitely. music. Like his music is like different but bro i loved yellow i put uh i put joey on yellow wolf i remember being like bro we gotta listen to this one he was like i remember downloading um downloading his stuff on limeware i don't remember what song i heard first but it was his mixtape the trunk music probably that uh, pop pop the trunk 
maybe. I just remember it was Trunk Music was the first ever album I heard from him, and I was like, yo, this shit is. It was Daddy's Lambo. Oh, because I was big into watching music, bro. I bet I was down into music videos back in the day. So I was like watching a lot of music videos, and Yellow Wolf had popped up, and it was a uh, pop the trunk. Uh, and then Daddy's Lambo were the two music videos that I was consistently watching. This one right here. Oh, I was like, where the fuck is that coming? Mama's in the starter house, stood up in my crips and tied Alabama sweatpants and so my pillow. Looks like daddy got the motherfucker that tried to sneak in and steal his elbows. They don't know that old man, don't hold hands or throw hands. Nah, he's rough like a reload. Went to the Chevy and pulled out a machete and a gun is heavy and tall as the digit wheelow. And I like his delivery. Like his delivery was always good. Oh fuck yeah. You were there, right? The same time that we went and watched him. Mm-hmm. Perform. It was the first I don't time. remember y'all being there. Yeah, for some reason, but yeah, like he put on a hell of a show. It was funny too. We would every, give me every time we'd go. It was always me and me and Joe, and then we would see lyrical and hoodlum almost at every show. Hey, hey, hey. We right but there. I don't even fucking remember y'all being there that yeah. night. We were in the fucking top corner, bro. I remember it was like we were trying to get as close as we could, bro. And like Yellow Wolf was fucking going crazy. Like yeah. that first, oh my, bro! One of the best shows I've ever seen, bro. The second show was all right. Like the second time we saw him, but like that first His time, his energy bro, was fucking bro, crazy. He was. I wild. didn't expect that. I didn't know what to expect, but like, yeah, he was like yeah. the way that he was interacting. Dude. Like everybody was involved. Yeah, in it. like man, that was better. He show. had the Jack Daniels or whatever it was. Point, bro. I miss shows like that. Those were times where we could get tickets for twenty bucks, thirty bucks at oh, the yeah, most, bro. Like, do that no more. No, nah, that shit doesn't exist no more, bro. I'm going to see them at shows like that, bro. It was so fucking cool, man. Like, I miss that shit, bro. Oh, and. People who don't know Yellow Wolf, yeah, you probably know Yellow Wolf now because he's make he makes music for, I think some of his music has been on, uh, uh, Sons of Anarchy was one of them. Oh, really? Yeah, and then this one right here. Oh yeah. Oh, I was just listening oh. to that like the other day. Yeah, that's Yellow that's, Wolf. Melody gets stuck in your head. I don't want to play anymore because I know that one for sure. Copy strike is not. So the music will be cut down, Gibby. Make sure everybody will only hear like five seconds of the music, maybe a little less of each song. So sorry. Guys. But go listen to that Joe Budden verse. Yeah, yeah. Because everything that he was saying. Was like <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll leave the Joe. I don't care if we get flagged down for that. I'll leave the Joe Button up one. Uh, so you'll hear the whole Joe Button long verse, but all the other yeah. ones you'll have a little snippet of it because I want you to need hear. To be exposed to that. Yeah, because Joe Button's fire. Um. Uh, yeah, uh, what uh, what else were we saying? Holy shit, dude, we've like been on <laughs> just that. We started with Drake and Joe Budden and just never left it. That has been on this the whole fucking time. <laughs> Gibby's like, damn, bro. Um, I did have some topics, though, so we can, you know, I know people are like, damn, these fools have been on it for the good minute. Um, okay, I have two things. One, uh, I'm going to move it into uh, the movie section really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think also that two oh, hours. <laughs> I think that uh, movie stars, the movie stars, like the John, the the thing of being a movie star, Arnold, mm-hmm. um, Sylvester Stallone, even back in the day, Van Damme, but even now, like Denzel Washington, Liam Neeson, um, who, who else? Neesons. E- Neesons, uh, even Jack Black, like movie stars, like that. Mm-hmm. Even big movie stars, uh, Mel, uh, Mel Gibson, yeah, Robert Mel Gibson, Downey. Robert Downey Jr., Bruce Willis. Who has been like the last big movie star that you see that you remember? Like Matt Damon's close to one. Uh, ben Ben Affleck. Like talking about big names, you know, like oh man, he's he's about to be the next star. Robert Pattinson was one of the last ones. I think The Rock is one of the last ones. Well, he's a big action star, the big blockbuster action. I'm talking about movie star where like you knew like 
Oh, you they're gonna make movies with him a lot. Like you you tell Tom Cruise came out, you're like, Oh, Mission Impossible, those his shit, oh, you know, okay. shit like that. Like uh, I feel like Robert Pattinson, he became a big movie star. You all you started seeing him on all these other indie well, Leonardo movies. Leonardo DiCaprio. Leo was one. Yeah. Uh but like who was like the la- one of the last ones that you that, that's been that started making a lot that you were like, Oh man, like he's one of the last ones I really see or haven't seen. Hmm. Trying to think of like maybe uh, in- Idris, <laughs> Idris Elba. I think he he had his run, um, and he's still on his run. He's still he's still there. I still think he's there. Tom Hardy. I think Tom Hardy's still there. But Tom Hardy had a long run as well though, but he's still there. He's still in the top in the peak. Damn, I don't know. There's a lot of people, but these there. are artists that came out what 2010, 11. That's when they started to to, to really start to grow, mm-hmm. right? Uh, 2009 type of thing, eight. Um. Now, I think the next big movie star that should have been and was supposed to come out, and I don't think it's going to be now, Timothy is... Chalamet. Uh, huh? Timothy Chalamet. No, Timothy Chalamet, I think, I think got right at... He's, he's, I can't even picture who that is. Uh, he's the guy from Dune. He's the guy. He's the kid from Dune. Uh, call me. Really Wonka. Call me by your name. The new uh, thing, Willy yeah, Wonka. I really don't like him. Um He's because, haters I think, of Willy Wonka, bro. I swear. He got in I'm pretty early enough, Not right? Remakes. And uh, he got so in early enough, and uh, Dune is doing good. Mm-hmm. But I think the next one was John David Washington, which was Denzel Washington's son. You I, think that's who he's going to be next? I think I think it's his time, and I don't think he's going to get it. I think it's the death of big movie stars. I mean, think about, like, he did The Black Klansman, which did really fucking good, right? And then he did Tenet. Which kind of bombed at the theater, and that was to COVID to blame. It wasn't. It was a Christopher Nolan movie. If it, if it wasn't for COVID, the movie would have made eight hundred to nine hundred million dollars easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it kind of bombed, right? Uh, and then he did the creator, which bomb has bombed very nasty. But I feel like he is somebody who like is a face who should have been the next big movie star. Like, dude, he's such a fucking great actor. He's got the look. He's got the face of being a movie star. Like, it sucks to see that we're not. We're at a time now where the movie stars are dying when we don't get like we aren't now going to the movies anymore to see the movie because of them. We're now going to see, you know, movies are going, they're going to go see movies because they're big blockbuster movies. And you feel like you need to go see them because, Oh, the Marvel movies coming out or whatever. But like these movie stars and stuff like that, like they're not. Yeah. I see what you're They're saying. not existing anymore. And it sucks, bro. Like there's no reason the creator should have bombed just because Solely with the John David Washington name, so it's still not doing good. Uh, let me see. I went. Let me see what it's at. I know the movie costs eighty million dollars to make. You know, it's like one hundred sixty to overall, like try to make its money back uh, and whatnot with marketing. I would say like one fifty, one sixty, and right now, like no, it's fucking number five right now. No, it's made sixty one million worldwide, twenty five million domestically. So. Damn. It lost. The, it's gonna lose the studio for sure about a hundred million dollars. So that sucks. Yeah, that does suck. And and it, I hate that there's so many people. It's bothering me so much because there's so many people out there going, "Oh, we need original movies. We need original movies. We need original movies." I'm getting tired of all these movies, motherfucker. We got the creator, and y'all let that shit bomb. Like fuck y'all. Like, I fucking went there and saw that shit. I said, I don't care if I'm tired. I don't care if I had to work all day. I'm going to go see that movie because I'm dying to see it and because it's an original movie. And this is what we want. In 10 years, the creator remake is going to be a hit. <laughs> nah, they wouldn't do that. I don't think so. It just sucks that, like, <laughs> like, 
we're not like I don't know, man. I, I just hate that we everybody asks for all this, but they don't show up. They don't come out and show up. You want original movies, but you're not coming up and showing up. You're not coming up supporting supporting great directors, great great artists who want to do original stuff that are getting that risk, and and that sucks. That sucks because we're feeling it. Movie theaters are going to feel it, and now big studios are only going to take big risks on Marvel movies and big blockbuster movies that are IP knows, and that sucks. Which because, isn't even necessarily a risk. Yeah, they're kind of going like the safe route. A hundred percent. Yeah, and I know they're not doing as good anymore now. Like a lot of them are kind of like. Yeah, they, it's kind of had its its run, but that's because a lot of the quality's gone down. It's, I look, people are like, "Oh, the superhero fatigue." There would have been no superhero fatigue if it wasn't for the quality of Marvel movies and DC movies going down. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for the quality going down and them struggling and fighting to keep it together, Marvel was keeping it together with inclusivity and women are better and let's make sure that all the women are stronger than men and fuck all this. And there this was a lot of those moments. Oh where you're my like, God, bro. Come on. It, it killed it. It killed yeah. it because now it's like, well, well, fuck you if you guys are offended. And it's like, we want to make great movies. Like, I don't go in the movie going like the guys are better. I've never gone in the movie going like the men are better than the women. Never. I go. I mean, they are. Yeah, but they're, they're just how they are, like in general. But we don't go in there thinking that. We just know it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we go in there like, let's just see the movie. And if the girl comes out being the best one, there's no second thought about it because it's a fucking movie. If the movie's good, like that's just the way it is. But unfortunately, like the Marvel movies lately have been like forcing or like, no, understand girls are better and they're stronger. And I'm like, but it doesn't make, you're not making it make sense. You're forcing it in here. And because of that, it's not working. Just you know how it's going to kick ass. Yeah. And that's it. Like it, it, it doesn't need to be like a highlighted part. Never. In the movie. Like, it doesn't just like, I mean, it's been done multiple times. Like kill bill. You're not looking at the bride. Like, Oh, such a strong woman. Like you're just looking at it like a badass character. Out for revenge, fucking everybody up. A hundred percent. And that's a, the, the cool thing about that is like, now you're basing them based on the artist and how good of an artist they are, the character they played. Oh, what type of character did they bring out? Who were they playing? You don't have to always play a strong, independent female woman who has no flaws. Like, what unique and what's unique about that on the movie? What brings it out? And what, what, what makes you a great artist by just consistently playing the same character? You know, we want to see... The same thing. We want to see struggle. We want to see realness. We want to see you change character. We want to see Shoshana and uh, Inglorious Bastards. Like she was another oh, badass yes, person. Yes. Who, oh like, my gosh. Kind of gets overshadowed by like Brad Pitt's character yeah. and them. But even if the, like Brad, Pitt, even if the bastards never showed up, yeah, she oh, would have accomplished she... exactly oh, what hun- they yes, did. Yeah. And that's what's crazy is like that's another like badass female character that. She didn't have to be like, look how stronger, much more direct I could yeah. do than men. And it it just came to show like, yes, the men are strong, better here, here and here, right? And she knew it, but she was like, but I'm still going to get it done. I'm going to get it done my way. Maybe I can't do it like that or like that. And what did it, and, you know, spoiler, but what did it show at the end that it didn't matter, bro. She was going to get that shit done regardless. Yeah. Like, they didn't, she didn't need any of them, even though the men showed we're stronger at all these things. They just happen to be doing the yep. exact same thing in yeah. the same place. But exactly. Neither one of them knew that <coughs> yeah. the other one was doing that. And shit. those are just great characters. And that's what we need more. And that's what the Such fall. A badass oh, movie, man. big time. That was the fall of Marvel for there. The fall of DC was not inclusivity, inclusive, inclusiveness. Inclusive. Uh, inclusive. You guys know the word. It was uh, <laughs> trying to keep up with Marvel. Um, Letting everybody get to your heads, uh, not understanding what kind of universe you're building, 
first of all, Warner Brothers is known for dark and gritty and taking risk on movies. Like that's what Warner Brothers is known for. I don't know what the fuck you guys were thinking. Like we want to make more money faster. And then guess what? Y'all have made less money with all of these newer, all the recent movies that have come out after Snyder. You've made less money combined than Man of Steel, not including Aquaman. Like that's crazy. That is crazy. And then you think it was because of the comedy, um, like trying to be more like, yeah, they're trying to be more Marvel. They're trying to be more like, Oh, we need everybody. We want everybody to love us. We want to build this universe of, it just, there was it didn't work whatsoever. And it showed, and you should have stuck with your guns because guess what? You haven't made more money than Batman versus Superman. Unfortunately, you I want to bitch that Batman versus Superman. Oh, Batman versus Superman didn't make the money y'all wanted. It didn't break a billion. Everybody was like, you got to understand, having the name Batman and Superman, it should have broke a billion. I'm like, yeah, you're you're 100% right. You're 100% right. But it almost made 900 million, right? Which is a fucking lot of money, right? Mm-hmm. There was no buildup besides Man of Steel. That was it. There was nothing behind it. Oh, well, Avengers did a billion. I'm like, yeah, there was fucking like eight movies behind it. What the fuck are you talking about? The fact that Batman versus Superman was the second movie out of DC and it made eight, almost 900 million is fucking wild. And people are like, it's a nah, but it's not considered a win. All right, cool. So you fire Zach. And then Justice League does 550 million. And then uh, Suicide Squad, the, 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 uh, the Suicide Squad does what, like 120 million, 110 million? Uh, Shazam does what, 60 million? Like all these movies start to flop really, really fucking bad. No one wants to see them. You're making boring ass movies. You're just, you're, there's no, unique creativeness there's nothing there's no heart behind anything no more it just feels like you're pumping it out trying to create these attractions that marvel was doing and it worked for marvel for a little bit yeah for a little bit because we were in love with these characters that they built very very well they introduced you to a lot of characters that like weren't like household names and then made people like care for them Uh care about them well uh People love to blame Zack Snyder. They were like, oh, well, Zack Snyder rushed the universe. He got Batman versus Superman after Man of Steel. And I'm like, yeah, it is rushed. Because they were like, oh, we're introducing these characters. But I'm like, watch Zack Snyder's interviews. He's like, well, I wanted a Batman solo movie and Wonder Woman solo movie, Man of Steel 2, before we got to anything like this. He goes, but the studio wanted to rush to beat to get to Justice League. So we that was the plan to do all this, to get to that. Like, this was Warner Brothers' fault. And they're just pointing the fingers like, nope, look, Zack Snyder did this. It's crazy all the behind-the-scenes shit like that. What was that uh, director's name that was with uh, on Real Ones? Um, he did uh, Suicide Squad. David and, Ayer. Yeah, like how he was talking about everything, like, behind the scenes yeah. of, like, what really well, that's on? just how I'm depicted because that's how they want me to look. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's just crazy like we don't even know like half of the story yet. no and it sucks because i'm hoping we do get the suicide squad uh cup but I, I doubt it uh but there's so much that goes behind the scenes that we don't know yeah and it sucks because it's like james gunn is a great director and unfortunately he's gonna go down very very bad because he jumped in a he jumped in the middle of like fuck snyder fans hmm. snyder fans are dedicated here's the thing Warner brothers created this this is Warner Brothers' fault. You guys created the Snyder fans. Us. You guys gave us Snyder. You guys gave us the almighty Snyder. And then you got mad at us when you fucking canceled them after his daughter dies and you fucking fire him and hire Josh Whedon to remake Justice League into a fucking Avengers movie, a Marvel movie, which then goes off on Gal Gadot, goes off on Ben Affleck, goes off on uh, Ray Fisher, 
harasses them, gets them fired, gets some black blackmail from from uh, Hollywood. All while y'all still blame Snyder for the fail of Justice League, which is fucking wild. <laughs> like I don't like, and then y'all then y'all go, okay, we're gonna bring Snyder back. We release the cut, and then he goes, no, we don't want nothing to do with Snyder. And then he goes, okay, we're probably gonna bring the Snyder verse back. Then you guys bring James Gunn in, and then go. James Gunn goes, no. And then y'all show us Henry Cavill back. Like, oh, we get Superman back. And then you guys go, psych. We're not doing none of this shit. James Gunn goes, we fired everybody. We're starting a whole new universe. I don't need anybody. We're not going to rush it no more. But guess what? Superman Legacy is the first movie. Okay, we get a Superman movie. We're not rushing it, right? Except there's like fucking 40 characters in that fucking movie already. Y'all gave Zack... Y'all gonna get, y'all gave Zack Snyder the... I mean, Who's going to be the shit. new uh, Superman? Fucking... Uh, the, I don't even know his name. I forgot his name. Uh, what's his name? Uh, what's uh, He's from... Uh, Great actor. He's a very, very good actor. Like, here's my thing. The, I'll look him up. I don't think anything that I think James Gunn's gonna make a good Superman movie. I do think so. I, I, I think James Gunn will make a good movie. I don't think it's gonna be amazing. I don't think it's gonna be mind blown. I don't think it's gonna be the best. I think it's gonna be good. I think it's gonna be a really good Superman movie, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's gonna be good enough to start a new universe. I really do think that he will build a great Superman movie that'll be a great foundation for a whole new DC universe. Unfortunately, none of that shit matters because the majority of people who go watch the DC movies now are Zack Snyder fans who want Zack Snyder or who want dedication to Zack Snyder. Cause here's the thing. We're all willing to give you, I mean like it just, you're showing that the fit with the fans want their, Oh, DC fans aren't showing up because we want what we want, mm-hmm. what you were giving us. You're giving us shit that we don't want. And now you're mad like, oh, the real DC fans aren't showing up. No, we're not showing we're Like, your Marvel fans are showing up to see DC movies. D- DC fans aren't showing up because they don't want to see that shit. <laughs> That's the truth. So, unfortunately, I think James Gunn stepped into a shark pit, bro. Just a fuck. I mean. A I'm, bad situation. A, a very, very bad situation. Like, it's just, it's not going to help him. Um, unfortunately, if the movie... Bro, if the movie comes out to be one of the best movies ever, it doesn't matter. I don't think I think people aren't going to uh David Cor- uh David Corn Sweat is the new Superman. He looks familiar. He is on uh Pearl, we own this, the politician, uh we own the city. Uh Hollywood, Sunlight, House of Cards. He was on House of Cards. Instinct. Uh, that's it. Um, I don't know how the fuck he looks familiar to me. I, I don't see know any of those. But nobody's gonna top what's his name, Henry. Henry. Oh fuck no! Like he's Superman. That's Superman. I'm like, sorry. That's Superman and Mission Impossible. That's Superman. Like, yeah, yeah. There's like you can't un- like. Uh, yeah, that's, Thor. Like yeah, you can't see him in anything yeah, playing a normal guy because that's Thor. That's Thor. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. And. Henry Cavill's always going to be my Superman. Ben Affleck's always going to be my Batman. Like, that's just what it is. Like, they're the best on-screen ones. I'm always going to fight for that to the end. That's for sure. Uh, but, yeah, it just kind of... Uh, we're back from the restroom breaks. Um, what were we saying? Uh, Henry yeah. is Batman. I mean, Batman is uh, Superman. Yeah, Henry's always going to be Superman. So, But, again, I, I do wish James Gunn the best. I will be one to see it. Um, I still want to support... As much as it frustrates me, and uh, you know James Gunn, I'm like, damn it, I still think Guardians of the Galaxy is. Great. I think I think James Gunn's a fucking great director. I just think, man, like, yeah, dealt a bad hand. Yeah, so unfortunately, yeah, uh, Snyder for life though. But I'm still gonna go and support James Gunn and see the movie, see how it goes. Um, so yeah, that for that. <laughs> well, 
Oh, one other hot take I have. I think that Barstools, you know, Barstools the app, the app, the app. Barstools the the account. Are we supposed to like memes? Yeah, yeah. I think Barstools uh, is just Barstools is just a account that posts memes of white people doing the most mediocre things, but it's, they pass it off as creative stuff. Have you actually gone to the page? Mm-mm. It's nothing but white people doing the most mediocre shit. But they're all like, dude, this is a great and amazing. I'm like, bro, this is this has to be like the humor or the both the humor and like the content that's going on on there, bro. It's just nothing but mid. I know the name, but yeah, but, I don't know. I, I hate Barstool Sports because they uh, they're very they're very delayed. What do you mean? Like those like the most of the memes I post are like five months old. Oh, so they're like they're very repo- late to the party. Yeah, they repost a lot of memes, and they're just like. They're very like old memes. So we're just like, we've already seen this. It's not funny. I, yeah, I used to like Barstools a lot, but lately a lot of the stuff that they've been I wonder posting, if there's people they keep up with and they just kind of copy. Definitely. Re put it out. See, like they're That's just scary. like, like, like shit, like Marco pulled up for a meal. Like, I'm like, how is that? How is that unique? Like, what, what's what's cool about What's unique about this shit? That's fun. But I think that was funny, though. That was funny. But like, that one is like, like, I, I, but like this them. is on bar stools. Like, like this is the most like I'm not saying that those videos can't be funny, but like this is what you consider as like this is top tier yeah. meme. Like come on, <laughs> like uh, I just can't. Like I used to love Barstool Sport, bro. I used to love all their shit that they posted, and I love Dave Portnoy. Like I love his pizza pizza reviews. Is and that shit. where he's from? Yeah, he owns it. He's oh, okay. He does the pizza reviews. See, and I don't really 7-2. keep up with him. I, I only see like Sports are. like the. Uh, Whenever he argues with people, yeah, he he's a cool guy. I like his stuff, but I think that his I think his content mean people posting need to uh, need to step their little game up because they're not posting the most funniest thing. They're most posting the most mediocre mid white people stuff. I'm sorry, step it up a little bit, guys. Come on, let's get. We, there's a lot more creators out there doing some funny ass shit. Come on, step it up. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, let's wrap it up. We're at an hour and sixteen. And I don't want Gibby to be editing so long on his birthday tomorrow. So. Uh, <laughs> But you're still uh, gonna be editing. Yeah, you're still editing, Gibby. You still got work. Uh, no, was there anything before you before we left, Lyrical, that you want to touch? You. Oh, thank God. Okay, we let's end this immediately now, guys. <laughs> uh, no, Gibby, have a birthday, Gibby. Can you tell everybody how old you're turning? Fourteen. Fourteen. Oh, wow. Shit. How tall? Can you stand up? See how tall you are. I'm like five eight. We'll just stand up real quick. Six, really? Six, I thought yeah. you were taller than that. You no, I'm, taller I'm not even. Than that. I'm not even five eight. I'm probably like five 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 six. I'm still taller. Yeah, I'm still taller, but he's right there. He's 14 and he's right. I'm 5'11". That's crazy. Yeah, he just looks tall. Yeah, he's he looks tall, but for 14. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm very pretty fucking no tall height. for, well, for a 14-year-old? Yeah. Yeah. Really? That's average? No, no, no. no. Adult male. Yeah. Average so adult male is like 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, and I'm like 5'6". Have you seen that picture where it says they're both 13 and one of them is like fucking 5'8", the other one's like 5'3", and they're like, they're both 13 years old. Like, but just one's fucking... Well, Pudge, my son, his best friend is the same age, and I mean, they look... There's like a, <laughs> there's like a huge, huge difference? difference. Yeah, my, my old friend. Yeah, uh, some friends like he, that too. He, he was six foot. I, showed, I think I showed you a picture of him, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was like six foot, and he was the same age as me. That was, that was Jesse and his... Best friend too. My brother, like Jesse, was a little fucking Ewok, and his friend was like Chewbacca. Like that's how they looked. They both had fucking fluffed out hair, but like the height difference was fucking Chewbacca and Ewok right there. Uh, it's funny. Um, yeah, and you're just gonna be playing. What are you gonna be doing? Playing PlayStation? 
don't know. Just what games do you have on PlayStation right now? I mean, I can't play COD anymore right now, so. Why not? The beta's the done? Is, the beta's done. It was only for a weekend. But you paid for it already. You gotta, yeah, it's, it's coming out in November, but I, I the beta's out. I mean, it's gone now, but it comes out in November, so. It's been I don't know what any of that. $115 means. for a pre-order. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> he said, because it has the premium stuff, Dad. It has some pretty dope stuff. And I paid, like, for, like. He paid for most of like it. Like, 85% of it, so. He paid, uh, I want you to know this, Lyrical. <laughs> it's funny because I'm like, this. I said, I know this boy's going to be like, well, I paid 90 bucks. I go, yeah, there was like 30 damn times that you paid for stuff that you owed me money that I was like, just keep it. You're good. Just keep it. You're good. Don't worry about it. Yeah, Don't worry about it. I paid you. And I was like, and then he goes, well, I popped most of it. I go, did you? <laughs> did Where you? did the money come from though? He's always working. working. Like, he was working with my mom. Uh, he does a little catering stuff. And so he'll make extra money. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so he'll I've been ghosted up. recently though, so. From Momo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, no. she doesn't have any caterings right now. Or jobs, anyway. Yeah, yeah, so I'm talking about, like, jobs still. He's like, I need some money, extra money. And she was like, okay. And then I worked one day and then just never got hit up again. Yeah. <laughs> My mom was like, I don't, I don't have the yeah. money right now to give it him right sounds now. Sounds like a nice way of getting fired. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Gibby. So. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> happy birthday to Gibby. You're 14, happy baby. Birthday. I love you. Um, You have a good birthday. Well, we had a good birthday yesterday. Red Lobster? Yeah, Red Lobster was good. Uh, the biscuits were good. Cheddar the biscuits. Man, yeah. those motherfuckers are always good. Oh, those were fucking fire. I'm going to eat too many of those. Yeah. Too many. You have those. to. Oh, bro. That's yeah. one of the reasons I go for it. For the shit. fucking That's biscuits. That's the only bro. reason like, I go for oh. The biscuits are fire. Yeah. Damn, I can't wait. Good, good choice, Gibby. <laughs> um, are there any final words before we leave, Lyrical? Be good. Be good. Uh, all right, follow us, subscribe, give us five stars on Spotify, uh, like us, uh, do all this shit. Sh- all right, guys, well, we'll see you guys next week, and thanks for accepting our invitation. <laughs> <laughs>